Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to our podcast today. You have tuned in to the Out of Decluttering podcast. I am Amy Ravel. And I am Kesti Farija. And I am starting our podcast by saying good Monday to you, Amy. Good Monday. And it is actually Monday when we're recording because we're recording one week ahead this week. Yay. (laughs) Yeah, I don't feel duplicitous (laughs) or lacking in integrity when I feel like we're lying even though we're not lying. Oh, my goodness. No, I would never. Or we are. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a whole lot going on in your brain that doesn't need to around that. (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure people know that we didn't record the podcast three minutes before they listened to it regardless of when they listened to it yes yeah it's all good i know i just feel funny i just don't feel right about saying good monday to you when it's not monday but they're not necessarily listening on a monday anyway so i know you can just say good morning to you or good afternoon Oh, oh, hello. Good day to you, fine people. <laughs> Good evening to you, fine people. <laughs> How was your day today, Kirst? It was lovely. I spent it with a beautiful family um, who are, ironically, downsizing. Or not ironically. <laughs> that's why we chose it. Yeah, that's not ironic <laughs> at all. It was intentional. Yes, it's our very lived experience today So and this week. So that's why we're talking about this topic this week. Awesome. So, yeah, I had a lovely, lovely day with them. And was there um, more than one person home? Yes. So there was um, the two owners of the house or the husband and wife of the house um, and their two adult daughters and their two of their six children. Wow. It was a full house. Yes, the the little girls were not so much help. <laughs> Being only five, they were um, probably more unhelpful to their parents than helpful, but it allowed their parents to be there helping their parents. So yeah, we had three generations there, but only only four four of them actually 
working and oh, uh, one of the husbands was dropping in and out as well. So it was a very full house. That sounds kind of fun. Were you kind of directing everything around? Is that how it worked? No, not really. I was... um, I was taking guidance from one of the daughters and, or from the daughters and the owners, but it was, it was a bit, it was very equally shared what we were doing. So I was, um, the daughters were asking for direction as were the owners. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I was also being guided by them as to what they, what it is that they wanted to work on. Um, and it was, yeah, interesting because, um, Everybody has their own ideas of what they wanted to get achieved in the day. So, of course, fun balancing that. And they were downsizing yeah. in the sense of actually having a smaller home, or were they downsizing in terms of the function of a home? What, what was that going to look like? Yeah, they're downsizing in the block of land, definitely. They're moving into uh, over 55s home, like, you know. Yeah. Um, Residential unit area. blocks, yeah. unit yeah. in a residential area, so not a retirement village, but our over fifty fives area, um, and so their plot of land is only their house right. and a little bit of um, like no gardening, I th- I'm pretty sure, um, and this house been at the moment is quite a big block of land, and the uh, they've lived there for quite a number of years so there's lots and the husband is very handy and has a lot of tools that he won't necessarily need Mm. moving into the new home where there's not so much to do so it's a really 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 interesting um case um for me to work on and also a very time pressured one too because they've put a deposit on their new home um and so that got the ball rolling really quickly and they've got a deadline to pay for the new home um with and they obviously would love not to have a bridging doing any bridging finance so then we've got to get the house um not only prepped and ready for um photos um not only prepped it yeah ready for sale but also photo for that and they want to do it all in one bang without too much um storage use so it's just interesting dynamics at play Yeah, yeah interesting yeah that sounds exciting. But you and Jack have also been working on a downsize. What's that yes. look like? Yes, on Friday, Jack and I worked with um, a family that were downsizing. So they had been in their home for 32 years and they were actually moving next door. So they'd purchased the house next door, have renovated it, um, and they're downsizing into that. So less burdensome gardening, um, but also really smart use of space and appropriate for them in their retirement years. So we didn't have to do any packing. We just literally put stuff in trolleys and went from one house to the other as we so I was in one house decluttering with the client and Jack was in the other house setting up the new house so that was really fun it was a beautiful day and everything just went perfectly oh and how much fun to be able to do it all in one hit as well yeah so they the house wasn't finished so there were no um, carpets blinds painting still needed to be done so they're probably still four weeks off moving in but what we did is we moved in the areas that they wouldn't need in the interim so that was really great being able to to go through with the client in the current house and say okay is there any likelihood 
that you're desperately going to need children's books or if your grandkids want a story could you make up a story for them could you ask them to bring over a book and say okay great all the kids books can go over and so we just went that process all the way through the house um so we were only there for six hours so it was really really lovely and I think the process when you've been in a home for decades, the process of curating your life really to downsize is a really hefty one, but also a such a joyful process. I really loved my client rediscovering things um, and there were things that she'd discover and she'd go, oh my gosh, I forgot about this, but then she'd still let it go. And she was like, you know, like at my age, this is me remembering it. Like this is that moment that I've been saving it for. And once I've had this moment, I'm really happy to let it go. So that was a joy to be part of. Awesome. So let's get into some tips and tricks for some people who are listening, who might be considering downsizing um, or might, or their parents might be considering downsizing. What is your, what would be your first tip? My first tip would be, don't discount downsizing before retirement. I know that there was a family that um, joined our Head, Heart and Home course earlier this year, maybe the end of last year, and they as a family downsized with young children and realised that they didn't actually need all the house and all the garden that they had and all the mortgage. And so downsizing is part of intentional living, not necessarily just we're getting older and we don't want to have to maintain the house. So I think the first thing that I think it's important for people to think about is you can downsize at any time. Whether like we were talking to Sarah Taylor a few weeks ago with tiny living, whether it's a shipping container or a tiny house, or whether you're just wanting to lose a bedroom, maybe wanting to lose a living space, or as your clients were, wanting to lose a garden that it's important to maintain. Yeah, awesome. I love that. Yeah, let's yeah, we, we, our heart, as I said in that episode a couple of weeks ago, our heart really is for people to live intentionally. So if you can see yourself living in less space and you think that that might actually help you to be able to live the life that you're wanting to live and to be more intentionally in your space, then yeah, totally consider downsizing. Yeah, my parents live in a really big house. So sometimes downsizing can mean choosing to only use part of your home. So my parents have um, bedrooms upstairs that really are only used when my sister comes from interstate and her and the kids and her hubby stay up there. And so sometimes you can downsize within your house to say, actually, we're just going to live in this part of the house. I know Cal's parents have done that a bit as well. And to really, um, you know, then you're not heating and cooling and all of the things in those spaces. So that's just that. They're my caveats. (laughs) I know you'll have a good caveat. So I'm joining the caveat train. Oh, caveat train. That sounds like caviar and (laughs) gravy and now I'm hungry. Um, I think it's important when you're downsizing to think about why you're downsizing. Is it because you want a simpler life? Is it because you want to move to a property that's got less maintenance? Like think about the why because that really affects what you keep. It can be, and I have seen it happen, easy for you to just pack up all your life and move it into a smaller house, but hide it away in all the cupboards. Have you seen that, Kirst? Yes. Well, that's what I'm discovering with this this client at the moment. They have got two adult children um, who have got their own homes and their own families, and yet they've got a three-bedroom home, which is full of stuff. Mm. Um, so it is, um, you know, 
they just took over the places where they where their daughters were living, <laughs> so and have made it their own, which is totally fine because it's their house and they have every right to do that. Um, but yeah, just deciding what it is that yeah, just being really intentional about what it is that you your why is really mm. important. And I think that that's what I was going to say is having that real clear vision for that new house or that next home. Um, and having that why really helps you. Mm. And having that vision, like how do you want to feel in that new home? What are you, How are you going to be living in that new home? Like for this, these clients of mine, they're moving into a over 55s estate and so they've got a community room there, they've got pools, they've got, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, a community built into to that estate yeah. um, and so it's really about, okay, so what do you want this next season to look like for you? You know, do you do you currently have people over yes or no okay are those people going to come are going to be visiting in your new place are you going to be creating new friends that you're wanting to be able to have over really easily for cups of coffee and tea do you want your grandchildren to come over do you want your you know our grandchildren going to be sleeping over at your house like what does it you know and that's specific to this client but what is that vision that you have for this new home um, and how does your stuff that you currently have fit into that vision? Which is the same for anybody moving home. Um, you know, these are great questions to ask yourself, whether you're downsizing, upsizing or just moving next door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think too, um, if, it, if it was me and I was downsizing or I was giving someone advice on their downsize, I would actually encourage them to declutter first to help them determine what spaces they actually do need. Because there's actually, you know, if you were to move into, say, a one-bedroom apartment, there could well be room for the children to stay over. There could be room for all your special things, room to keep your hobbies. You don't necessarily need to downsize. Because a lot of downsizers now are downsizing to a three-bedroom, two-living space house, which is larger than a lot of families are living in. So I think until you really know what you have and where you might like to keep it, you know, as you said with your client, lots of tools. Okay, well, maybe there's a centralized place at the estate that could donate all the tools so you don't need to keep them in the garage. Or maybe you want to donate them to a men's shed or someone has really enjoyed picture framing, but their retirement life does not include picture framing and so they, they don't need space for that. I think it's really important to do that declutter to actually see what it is that you're wanting to move um, and maybe come up with some creative solutions. Maybe you don't need to be the holder of all of the 50 photo albums. Maybe you could get the grandkids to scan photos for you. You know, like there's lots of creative ways to think, I actually don't need as much space as we have because our life is changing. Our lifestyle is changing at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, that's been the joy in this, I'm working with this clients is they're like, oh, well, where are we going to put this bookcase? And I was like, well, let's stop before we start talking about storage solutions. Why don't we declutter first? Because you may not even need a bookcase in the end. Yes. Or you may need a bookcase, but it might need it instead of having three bookcases, you might need one, but it may need to be big than one of the ones that you already have because we're declutter 
a lot, but it still needs more space than just one that you have. So you might actually need a new piece of furniture if that's the case. Or um, we're packing, because what we're doing, what I'm doing with this client is that um, really trying not to do a three-stage move. We're actually de decluttering and packing, um, kind of like what you're doing, but we're just not trolling it next yeah. door <laughs> and unpacking <laughs> um, but we're and setting it up. packing at the same time yeah yeah and um, that's to come for me um, but at the moment we're just packing so it, I am asking those questions okay in the next two months do you think you're going to use this no right. great let's pack it up um, and so but in that we're also thinking we are thinking ahead to the what the new home is going to look like but not having any um set ideas about what that's going to be like mm. so we're not sometimes so sometimes you can go okay we're just keeping this one bookcase and therefore we need to make sure all the books fit in this bookcase yeah whereas we're not doing that at this stage we're going actually let's go through and see everything that we want to keep and then when we move to the new house in two months time or four months time when we pull out that bookcase that we are putting aside to move into the new home, we will see what fits in there. And if need be, um, we'll declutter more or we might get a new piece of furniture. Mm. It just, it really depends on what, um, what this client decides. Um, and when I'm working with other clients, it's like, okay, well, are you, um, are we making sure it fits in this one bookcase? Okay, then let's be really strategic. Only, you know, only 200 books can fit in this bookcase. So let's only get it down to 200. Or, you know, we can cull, we can continue decluttering when we set up at the new home as well. Are you loving getting into decluttering in your home, but feel like some of the things just aren't staying how they should, or you're finding piles of recollecting around the house? Are you getting a bit frustrated that you're not seeing the success that you thought that you would? Well, Kirst and I are excited to let you know about our online decluttering course that teaches you not only how to get an organised and decluttered home, but really importantly, how to keep it that way. So we would love you to come and join our course community. We have an interactive and amazing Facebook group and all of the course is self-paced so you can jump online whenever you like and go through our six modules that will take you from being overwhelmed to an organising guru. So just visit outofdecluttering.com.au forward slash course and come and join us. We can't wait to have you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, I recently, or recently, everything feels like recently for me, probably uh, seven or eight months ago, I helped a client move out of an inner city apartment in Melbourne and they were retiring down to Hobart. And it was a beautiful job. Um, they were in a two-bedroom apartment And so what we did is we did the full declutter so that packers and movers could come in. So his work was going to pack and move them. So we didn't have to do any of that. But what we decided is when you're doing a really long move or a move that requires someone, you know, like transport, not just hiring a budget truck or whatever, is to think Mm. about whether you do really want to take some big pieces of furniture there were bookshelves, there were couches that they'd had in the house for 15, 20 years and were in perfectly good condition. But she was like, do you know what? We're going to retire in the next five years. We're downsizing now. Why don't we sell these couches and get the couches that we would love to retire into? And so for them, it was a great season of letting go of a heap of their existing furniture And then going, when we get down to Hobart, we're actually going to buy the things that we want to use and the things that we want to, you know, have for that final 30 years. It was a really um, interesting process of saying, well, we could keep this couch, but it's probably going to cost us $150 to transport it. Why don't we sell it and then put $150 on top of the sale price and buy a new one in Hobart? Yeah, and it's always tricky uh, you know, this is the conversations that I'm having with my clients, this particular client at the moment, is because they don't know, they haven't sold their house yet, so they don't know their budget, um, but they have a, a, a specific budget for their new home. So they know what mm. they're paying for their new home, but they don't know how much they're going to get for this for this home. Um, and so it's very, um, it's understandably... Um, they're making a lot of choices around around cash flow mm. and deciding what, um, you know, so at the moment they're thinking that they're not going to have a lot of, um, a lot of, um, they're not going to make a profit on the, on the sale of their home. Right. Um, in fact, it's going to be quite a tight budget, um, to move. So, um, they're not downsizing from a mortgage perspective. They're just downsizing from a land perspective. Yes. Um, so then it makes some decisions um, just have to be delayed until they mm. sell the house and know how much, you know, if they did make, you know, if they have got some spare cash um, because then that might make that will impact the decisions that they make going forward. You know, it will make it, it will impact whether or not they do buy a new bookcase or they just take that bookcase and, and live with yeah. that bookcase until they can save up for a new one. Exactly. Um, so it's just, um, nothing's black and white. <laughs> you know, <laughs> every family is unique. Every situation is different. Um, and they're decisions that you have to make for your family um, and, you know, even so much like today we had a property stylist come in and um, they gave a quote for how much it will be to style their house. And 
because it is quite a big block of land, there's also the decision, like they're umming and ahhing about property styling because they're not sure if um, a developer is going to come in and buy yes. buy the property. So then does it really matter if it's styled? But then you you don't know who is going to be selling that, oh, who's going to be tricky. buying it. So then it's probably a great investment to um, invest in property styling if it can add tens of thousands of dollars onto the sale price mm. so but then so nothing's guaranteed decisions. is it no, so it's so guaranteed. <laughs> uh, Kirst, um, I have a question for you yes have you and Simon yet talked yet about if you were downsized and what that would look like in the future or is that not a conversation that you've ever talked about um we have but we um it's so far in the future that it's almost dream-like. Yes. Like there's yes. no, you know, we go, oh, would we move up to, you know, up to Bush or would we go into the city or do we have both? Do we have a weekend, you know, like <laughs> everything's so, it's so dreamlike because, you know, we dream of having a ton of money, you know, like yeah. or we go, oh, actually we're going to sell up, you know. And we're also like, who knows what the kids – it's just so dreamlike because it's so far yes. away. You know, our kids are still in primary school. They're nowhere near university age. So – and they're nowhere near getting married and moving out of home or, you know, not getting married but moving out of home. Like it just seems so far away yeah. that we haven't – we haven't invested too much dream time into that because um, I I'm such a future thinker. Like I love dreaming about the future and what that could look like. You know, let me be honest. Even yesterday, I just was like, I'm going to put in a no limit on my search on domain.com.au. There's going to be no upper limit. There's going to be a starting limit, which is still ridiculous. And <laughs> I put in four bedrooms. So it was presuming that the kids are still going to be here. And it was put, and I put in a pool. So I had like, okay, in three years' time, if we won the lottery, even though we don't play lottery, what <laughs> right. could this it's look somehow like? Somehow we had so much money that we could do whatever we wanted. Yeah. Like that's how ridiculously but you know and that was really silly of me because now all I can think about are these amazing houses and I'm like how can I get 10 million dollars like it's just ridiculous it's just ridiculous and and I'm like that but Simon is the absolute opposite like he'll sit and dream with me for a couple of minutes but then he'll just go this is silly like this is just yeah ridiculous why are we even thinking about this because it's so, fun to think about what about it. you guys yeah, we haven't talked about it. It is fun, but yeah. it's fun, but it's also we don't know what the future holds. So we're also like we go, well, it would depend on if the kids lived overseas or if they wanted us to be close to them or if yeah. we wanted to if we had cuz Sydney is ridiculous. Like a house, you know, there's houses in my suburb that are selling for 2 million dollars. What? So, and we live 40 kilometers outside of the city like and wow. we live 40 40 minutes drive in no peak like so we live far out of the city and yet there's still houses going for more than two million dollars in our suburb are they mcmansions so, that are selling for that price 
Yeah, they are, but that's not like um, there's they're not McMansions. They're not met. They're not McMansions. Okay. They're large homes, and they're multi, they can be multi generational homes, but they're not. They're not two like, million dollars um, they cost. No, that's my point. They're family yeah. homes. Yeah, they're family homes in suburbia, wow. and they're two million dollars. So then, when I go, so that's why it makes it hard. Because I go, okay, yeah, like let's move closer to the city. We're looking at three point five million dollars for a two bedroom unit. Oh my gosh, closer to the city. (laughs) Yes, so that's what I mean. It's really silly to dream, and really not. It's not silly to dream. It's fine to dream, but it's it makes it. Yeah, um, it's ridiculous. It's pointless. You don't. Yeah, you don't have a framework for that kind of dreaming. No. No. And even like literally like the other place that we would love to move to in Sydney Basin would be Currajong. And Currajong houses are also $2 million houses. Like, and that's an hour and a half out of the city. Do you know, like it's just ridiculous. Sydney is is ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. You know where it's not ridiculous? (laughs) Where? I was going to say Melbourne, but I could also tease you and say Noosa. Um, no, I was just looking at houses in Noosa too and ridiculous. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. ridiculous. Okay, just come back to Melbourne then. Uh, still ridiculous. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's been a while since I've still, bought a house. <laughs> yeah, I was like um, my parents are selling their house that we've spoken about and they're going to get some good money for it my my parents and my sister but not enough to like to also buy in Greensboro like mum and dad can't really afford to downsize to a unit in Greensboro what so it's ridiculous (laughs) it's ridiculous yeah it's ridiculous I can understand. So sorry why people to kill your dreams. You totally have. That's okay. Part of my dreams is a tiny house, and I can afford that. <laughs> That's yeah. probably all I can afford. <laughs> Do you and Simon want to come and live with Cal and I in a tiny house? Simon can cook. Simon doesn't even want to live in a tiny house with me. What would make you think he wants to live in a tiny house with you and Cal? <laughs> Good. Yes. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I dream of downsizing pretty much as soon as the kids are out of home. I'm not someone who likes unused rooms. So there's not a room in our house that's not regularly used. And I am a huge fan of only having what you need. Otherwise, you're heating, cooling, insulating, paying rates, paying mortgage, all of those things on a space that you actually do not need. So who knows? But, you know, Kirst, we could be in the same position. We can't afford to downsize, which is a really interesting position to be in financially and and probably says more about the property market and economics than you or I are um, qualified to speak on. Yes. (laughs) But I think there is also, so just to come back to the downsizing, is there's also a mentality of downsizing that I think that you and I have both is, is part of minimalism, is it the downsizing mentality? What do I want to take with me into the next stage of my life? And even though you may stay in the same house, you may sleep in the same bed, you've got the same amount of people, you can go through your home and treat it as if you're downsizing. Like, Why does every um, wardrobe in the spare room and the kids' room have to be full of stuff? It doesn't. 
you can actually downsize where you are um, and that's an encouragement to you as well this week. Yeah, and that's what, like, you know, stories of people, you know, that we know, like as you mentioned earlier, somebody in our course who downsized their physical surroundings, you know, being able to pay less rent so that they could save more for a deposit on a house and to be able to buy a house. Um, but they were able to do that because they downsized their possessions yes, um, so that they could downsize their house um, and work towards their own financial goals. So, and, you know, there's so many stories of, of minimalism, you know, and so many stories within minimalism is about um, financial freedom and the, and what, downsizing your possessions has meant for your financial freedom and you know that's one of our hearts you know that's part of our heart for you as well. When I got home from work today Kirsten I was out with a client it was bucketing down rain in Melbourne so I drove 50 minutes home and I got home and I just took time to enjoy our life because I came into the house the kids were both in their bedrooms doing um, remote learning and I came in, Cal was in his office, and I thought, oh, I'm going to light the fire. So I went and got the wood and I lit the fire. And then I just sat in front of the fire. There was no, when I got home from work, I was done. Like this, recording a podcast, which I love, is actually the only thing I needed to do after three o'clock today. And so I got to just sit in front of the fire. I did some invoicing. I did a little bit of admin. And it was just so lovely to feel like when I got home from work, there wasn't a whole lot of things that had been neglected that had to be done. Now, Cal had been home, so he had done some washing, he'd done a load of dishes, but that's like, that's pretty normal. And it was just beautiful. I sat down, I did a little few pieces on a puzzle that we're working on. Like that's the intentional life that we speak about all the time. And I think sometimes it's just nice to stop and smell the wood wood fire in your home or the roses in your garden to realise that, actually we're doing it this this is the life we want so I thought I'd encourage people that it is possible you don't have to downsize to have the the life that you want you can have it now as well all right Kess have you got a review you can hit us with it's a long one it's a long one go for it I do it is a long one it's by Blue Mountains Mum say hello neighbor how are you says enjoying the journey Uh, Hi, Kirsty and Amy. You'll be flattered to know that even though I listen to lots of podcasts, this is the first time I have ever done a rate and review. That's awesome. Thank you. I have been listening to your podcast since late last year, since last year, and I'm up to date with them from when I first subscribed. Even all the ISO ones. Jeepers Congratulations, Blue Mountains Mum. You still like Blue Mountains Mum. I know. Thank you. So now I have gone back to the very beginning and I'm working my way through as I plod along on my personal decluttering journey. I have seven children. Congratulations. And I spent 22 years with between one and six children home full time, including nine years of homeschooling. Oh my gosh. Take my hat off. Yes, needless to say, in the last two and a half years since my youngest went to school, I have found myself with a lot of accumulated decluttering to do. 
I first found your podcast by accident and was thrilled to discover that there were some fellow Aussies podcasting on this topic, as prior to that, all the ones I found were US-based, which meant that I was constantly having to flip seasons upside down and translate American terms to Australian ones. Well, (laughs) that's what our American (laughs) listeners have to do for us. (laughs) I have really enjoyed getting to know you both. I love the way you're real and practical. I also appreciate your Christian faith shining through. To me, a satisfying day is listening to you two while I potter around home making inroads in my decluttering and gradually realizing my vision for my family nest. I am looking forward to when the bulk of the hard work is done and I can move into maintenance mode and hopefully have the headspace to rediscover my creative passions and interests. Thank you for your company, encouragement and practical advice, Blue Mountains Mum. That is an awesome review. That's awesome. Go. So good. Blue Mountains Mum, here's what you've inspired me to do. I've been thinking the last couple of weeks that I'm not a massive reviewer because I don't listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts. So I'm going to go open it up on my desktop and I'm going to leave at least three reviews for podcasts that I love. I'm going to do that this afternoon before we have dinner. You inspired me. Oh, thank you. That was a really, really lovely thing to find on my after a day of decluttering. So yeah. thank you, Blue Mountains Mum. And, you know, if we ever do a live show in Sydney, you'll have to come down from the mountains and come and visit us. <laughs> so lovely. And thank you to so many of you that have left reviews. And um, while you've been in isolation, I know that well, we know that it can be a crazy time for some of you. Others like me have found it a pretty relaxing time. Um, but every review makes a big difference to us. It encourages us in what we're doing. It helps other people to find us. Like this uh, Blue Mountains mum who hadn't been listening from the start, she discovered us. And that's probably thanks to some reviews that you have left. So big, big thank you. Be a superstar. Leave us a review this week um, and we'll read it out soon on the show. Yay. People, I, I um, love the excitement that people have when, um, you know, we listen to Two P's podcast and when people have their words spoken out or, or said on the speak pipe, like I've, I see the excitement and <laughs> I know from other people who we've read out the reviews that they get excited when they hear their name mentioned or their moniker mentioned. So, um, yeah. I now I am too. I'm inspired to leave some reviews or to hop on the two P's speak pipe so I can hear my own voice even more. <laughs> That's right. Because what do you need more in your life, Kirst, than more of Kirstie. listening to your own voice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Equally, you don't need to hear mine anymore. <laughs> yes. So on that note, we will oh. leave you all with that laughter and joy from Amy and I, and we can't wait to be with you again next week. Yay. Speaking about something that we don't know yet. We haven't decided, but if you've got an opinion on what we should um, talk about next week, drop us an email at hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au or jump over into our Facebook page, leave us a message, and it may well be your topic next week. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.